Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart, and today in studio, I have these fabulous people here to help me talk to you guys about, what else? Real estate. Welcome, Gabriel Brown of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. You are our relocation director for three states, Arizona, Nevada, and California. So I asked Gabe to come and talk to us today because Gabe knows a little something something about people moving in and out of states, at least these three states, right? I think I do, yeah. A little something something. (laughs) And then we have Mary, who's our returning guest. She's been on so many times, Mary Nolenberger of Orion commercial and she is the only person I send people to when it comes to commercial because you know your stuff Mary and that's what we're talking about today you guys I know I'm super excited about every show I do I'm just nerdy that way (laughs) (laughs) and we have such grateful hearts to be here oh well thank you and you know what that reminds me I forgot to put my grateful heart signs out we're gonna have to take a commercial break and make sure we put them back out later Mm -hmm. but in the meantime you guys this is what we're going to talk about today People move into Arizona. You know what? I'm going to date our show. Today is October 11th, and interest rates are high sixes into the sevens. The market has shifted a ton. That's like two years ago. Two years ago, the word was pivot, and right now it's shift. Is it not? I'm really tired of both of those words, honestly. You too. Yeah. So. Gabe and Mary are gonna share with us what they're seeing in the market, and I'm gonna share with you what I'm seeing in the market. Um, And I will make sure anybody wants to talk to either of these folks after the show, you can have all of your contact info. So I'm gonna give a little rundown on what I'm personally seeing, because I'm pretty sure you both are seeing the same thing. Okay, guys, now, Colin, zoom in for me for those that are watching it on video. This screen here shows the Cromford Report and what's called the Cromford Index. So it kind of balances out the law of supply and demand and shows us where the hot spots are and where the not so hot spots are. So a year ago, all of these cities that you're seeing here, metropolitan um, Arizona, basically were like in the fours and 500s. That meant that there was four to five buyers for every single house on the market. Today in Paradise Valley, there's only 1.7 buyers for every house on the market, which is still really good for Paradise Valley. Paradise Valley is our most expensive zip code in the entire valley. What's interesting to me is Buckeye right now is showing a a Cromford index of 51. So Colin, come back to me. What that basically means is now there's two houses for every one buyer. Yeah, Gabe did the math real quick in his head. I saw you do that. So that means- Half a buyer for every house. Half a buyer for every house. So that means if you're looking for a deal today, you probably have a lot more opportunity out in Buckeye than you probably have in Paradise Valley. And then um, what I thought was kind of interesting, Chandler, Tempe, Gilbert, all of those you would think would be about the same, but Chandler's still at 100, which basically means 
one-to-one. That's about a one-to-one, a balanced market. Mesa is not quite balanced, and neither is Tempe anymore. And Gilbert, oh my gosh, we're at 80%. You know, I haven't seen 80% or even under 100 since 2014. This is why people keep saying there's a bubble coming, the market's going to crash, there's a lot of fear. Like, I I don't know, I mean, are you guys hearing that too? Or am I just, you know, my own little bubble? (laughs) I don't know if I I really can get on board with the term bubble because that is, you know, uh, insinuating it's going to pop at some point. I mean, again, if you wait for something like to happen, then, you know, ultimately you're going to miss your opportunity. So if we all just assume that this is going to burst and it's going to burst in our face, uh, again, we're going to miss the opportunity. And I think the idea is is that, uh, you know, there certainly is inventory out there. Yeah. So... And, and for sellers as well. I mean, again, it's not that you've missed your opportunity yeah. either. The values are still there. When you go back to what five, six, seven years ago, and the and the, and the value of price, homes at that time, you know, we're still making out pretty well. And you know, again, I think that's what sellers need to kind of remind themselves is that you know, look at today. Even though, again, if you're comparing it to a recent market six, eight months ago. Sure, but who does that? You know, even stock markets. We don't always want to look back just in yesterday. You want to look back in terms of years ago to yeah. try to predict what's going to happen. I love that because guess what? My next chart is going to show a year ago and two years ago. So it will show exactly because guess what? We are still up 9.5% from last year. Yeah. So if we're still up 9.5% from last year, that's actually double of what traditionally most people could expect for their home to appreciate it in just simply one year, right? So it isn't bad, but the conversation I am having with my sellers is you gotta do a little bit of work. Today, you gotta do a little something something. Last year, if you went out shopping for a house, a lot of them were dirty. It didn't matter, there were still multiple offers on them. Today, so actually I wanted to show this chart too because I think this kind of leads into the fear that listings under contract aren't as prevalent. But when you compare back to April, that was when the insanity was still actually happening. So this chart is what I really get excited about sharing because it does show two years ago, it shows one year ago, and it shows today and even a quarter ago. So what I actually get really excited about, guess what, you guys? This time last year, I hated shopping for houses. Hated it. You know why? Because I had to line up in front of a house and fight with 10 other people just to get inside. If you even found, you know, there was a difficulty yeah. even trying to find, uh, you know, a house that meets the buyer's criteria because there just was so if little. If it was on the market, it was gone with multiple offers within minutes. Minutes. So this past Saturday, I went out shopping in Tempe where it showed an 80% Cromford index, which means it's, it's definitely a buyer's market. But my buyers with cash still had to compete for the house that they really wanted. The pretty one, the cute one, the one with the really nice shower that Bella really wanted, you know? And so that's the part that gets me excited is now I have 20,000 opportunities to show them where a year ago, I only had 8,000. That's huge. That's huge. It's 60% more on the market for people to pick from, right? So sales per year though, but it's not all net, it's all not all nastiness. Last year we were at 112 sales for the year. That was an anomaly. We rarely, I don't think, ever had gotten above 100 sales for a year in our valley. And we're still in 96. And then this is where I was talking about we're still at 9.5% appreciation from last year, which is still way higher than what we're all used to if you've been in the business for any you know length of time at all. So the biggest thing that I like to see here is we're at 436 for a median price point, an average price point of 529. So when you look at that from last year, there's people making money. 
if they're selling their houses, they're making money because last year we're at 410 and 490. So I don't know about you guys, but I think our sellers kind of got spoiled the last couple of years. That's just my thought. I mean, you know, you guys probably know better than I as far as who's coming into town and who's not coming into town and where they're coming into um, because of the fact that you work with Relo. So I'd love to know, Gabe, is there any certain companies, and this is where I'm gonna get into your PowerPoint mm-hmm. next, because I know you've got a whole bunch of data for us, Mary. Mm-hmm. Are there any companies or areas that you're seeing a good influx from, or like just phone calls you're getting, Gabe? So, you know, I thought about this too when you invited me to the show in terms of what, you know, you can't really pinpoint what specific sector you're seeing a lot of movement from. I think what we are seeing though is, you know, there's a lot of reasons why companies want to move their operations. A lot of times it's going to be for cost reasons, right? Yeah. Looking to obviously reduce costs, particularly after the years that they've had with COVID. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of movement from companies who are on the coastal regions who are obviously paying very high in terms mm-hmm. of taxes, right? right? So that's that's one of the biggest things. When you look at it as a company, you're thinking, okay, how can I mitigate costs looking in the future and you know what we deal with a lot too is maybe we have a little bit more of a mobile workforce so maybe i don't need the space anymore for our operations so how can i now reduce the size of my operation save money try to recoup some of those costs that maybe we've you know possibly Mm -hmm. lost during covid and you look towards states that are a little bit more you know taxed tax friendly Mm -hmm. uh has more space you can buy the space you can buy the warehouse some of those companies were in fact, I just read an article about a company on the East Coast that basically was leasing this huge warehouse, you know, and it was so costly for them. And now they don't have the same amount of employees that they're trying to call back to work. Uh huh. Now they just bought a place in a different state, you know, for a lot less. Bought it, uh, bought it, financed it, and now they're going to own it. And they're, you know, so it, yeah. it just it just makes more sense for people uh, to for a company to do that. And I think Arizona certainly is on the top of a lot of companies' lists. Uh, you know, particularly you know whether it's technology companies, mm-hmm. whether it's engineering companies. Obviously, again, you have the space here. Yes. So I think the technology sector, and again, we can name, I'm sure Mary will as well, name many companies mm-hmm. who are, you know, hit the the news lately, whether it's the Taiwan, Taiwan semiconductors, whether it's, you know, again, it's even the companies that are still established here, they're looking right. to move mm-hmm. more employees here as well. So that does a lot for, you know, buyers and sellers in this market. You know, that you bring up a good point. And when you were talking, I started thinking about, and I know you and I talked a lot during COVID. So when we go back to the year 2020, the beginning of it to today, I'm just kind of curious because companies have pivoted so much, right? And now they have people working from home. Did you over the last three years see Gabe, or two years, I guess I should say, um, more companies relocating people because they could now all of a sudden choose where they lived and companies were making those, hey, let's go ahead and get a smaller building in this state and let so-and-so move wherever he wants, you know? So is, is, I did, because I was thinking relocation probably slowed down because nobody was going anywhere, but was it in fact the opposite? That's a good question. So we talk a lot about this uh, in the uh, industries and the spaces that I uh, belong to. So, I mean, yes, I think we all predicted that, right? Yeah. Obviously now a lot of companies found a way to have their employees work remotely. Mm-hmm. That's great. Some companies were doing that even beforehand. So right. basically it was status quo for them when COVID hit and they were able to uh, to, to withstand that. But, you know, it's interesting, a lot of, you're right, and I think that's what caused a lot of that real estate boom too, is that people thought, okay, now I'm working from home. I don't really like the space that I'm working mm, yeah. in very much. I'm here all day, you know, and we need uh, we need an office. We need a bigger space. We need to be able to both do it. Sometimes mm-hmm. dual income, we both need to do it uh, to, to be able to work out of house. So, but the thing that 
I think a lot of people and what we're starting to get into now, probably even for the better part of this year, is that companies are now starting to ask their employees maybe to come back to work. So, but maybe it's a little bit of a different setup. Maybe it's more of a hybrid thing. So that still allows for some flexibility. Mm -hmm. And again, you can do a survey out there and you can probably survey a lot of companies and what they're doing in in terms of bringing their employees Mm -hmm. back or they're giving a little bit of a hybrid, right? So a flexible work schedule. That still allows them sometimes to work and live out of some of these kind of remote suburbs, right? Yeah. So now you don't necessarily ne- need to live in the center of the city, close to you work, know, commuting si- distance mm-hmm. to that company. Now you can actually, you know, again, if you're only going there for one or two days a week, you yeah. can kind of, so, so I do see, and I kind of thought of this and predicted this too, is yeah. I think you're gonna see some of the suburbs outside of the city, whether you, you know it's an hour, an hour and a half distance from it. That's, you know, some of us the are now Buckeyes. willing to be commuting. Yeah, Buckeye. Where you can get a good deal right Casa now. Casa Grande, you know, Gold it's, Canyon. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's absolutely opportunities. That So that is, I'm really glad you confirmed that for me, because I guess I, in my head, I was kind of wondering, I knew that COVID gave people the opportunity to live wherever they wanted per se, but were companies really supporting that, encouraging it, or even wanting that? And maybe that was part of the boom was, hey, go ahead and live in Hawaii. We don't care where you live as long as you log in every day from your home computer, you know? Um, pretty interesting stuff. And oh my gosh, I already realized, we gotta take a quick commercial break, we'll be right back. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, We know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. 
Okay, guys, we're right back from break. And Mary was just sharing. What did you just say while we're on break? Well, we were talking about the return to the office versus work from home environment. Uh And my son and my best friend are two examples of that. My son works for a San Francisco company. He's allowed to work remotely. And he just purchased his first home as a first-time home buyer. congratulations. In Santan. Which is like another example of that. Exactly. Did he because, buy a brand new? Yes. There you go. He so bought he a spec. Deal. He bought a spec with a great deal. Mm-hmm. Lots of opportunities right now, you guys. So Mary put together this great little PowerPoint. I want to go through each slide with you, Mary, because I know you did a ton of research. What is this one telling us? Well, we, and you just mentioned this. So mm-hmm. we have two combinations of um, incredible opportunity here. One are the existing companies like Intel, Mm -hmm. um, that have been here. And the others, um, I'll read you a list in a bit of recent tech announcements. So for the first time, Arizona um, has 154 companies on the Inc. 500 list, 37 more than the previous year. And in the last five years, 1.5 million people are calling Arizona. Oh my gosh, and just five years? So our 1. 5 big million? word in in commercial real estate is net migration. Net migration, so let's hear that, what does that mean? It means all of the companies, mm-hmm. like Gabe said, that yes. are relocating mm-hmm. for various reasons. And I track with um, the Greater Phoenix Economic Council where they're coming from. Uh-huh and where they're landing. I want to hear this list. I know you've been looking at it a lot while we've been doing the show so far because that was some really um, interesting data that you had there. Right, so uh, the tech companies that are here, just a few of them, just a few that are here and that are coming are Intel, GoDaddy, Microchip, Yelp, um, Nextiva, General Dynamics, Avnet, Medtronic, Insight, um, the new tech companies that are coming, Deloitte, um, and, and we're talking about job growth and increase in employees. So um, Infosys expected to add 1,000 new jobs. They're occupying 60,000 square feet. Deloitte, 900 jobs. Open Door, 500. Ooh, Open Door, 500. <laughs> Silicon Valley Bank, 300. Um, and, and it just goes on and on. Well, and you know what I'd love to do? Can I have that list and share it on our website? Absolutely. So if somebody really wants to see this list, go. we'll make sure that that becomes available. We've been starting to save stuff on our website for people because a lot of times our guests come on and have wonderful things. Now, there was one you showed me, and I think that's this one right here. Yeah, I don't so have my glasses on. This is just so much fun. So, so with, much fun. With <laughs> the fact that we're adding, and this is where my son falls into this demographic. Uh-huh. So with adding um, tech companies with our net migration coming from semiconductor, cybersecurity, um, tech smart factories uh-huh. um, we're looking at the change in population in 20 to 34 year olds who understand who speak tech who speak tech and the hot cities are phoenix austin charlotte atlanta denver and but we actually lead the pack right didn't you say we that? are now ahead of dallas which is huge number one and not migration mm-hmm. for 
I believe, the third year in a row. Well, I mean, looking at this yep. screen you have right here, 70,000 jobs are planned to be added in just the next few years. Gabe, you're going to be really busy. Well, yeah. it's interesting what we were talking about earlier, too, is look at the trend that you're seeing that, right? These are a lot of tech companies that are coming from the coastal mm -hmm. regions, right? So where are they moving what to? You said. They're moving to states that are more cost advantageous for them, right? So tax Better wise, taxes, climate, all of that. They're going yeah. to these areas. And, you know, frankly, again, uh, the decision maybe had to be made over the last handful of years to say, look, we're going to move our operations. So you know, we're glad that we're we're on that list, certainly, and it's no surprise. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? I went to a fireside chat with um, our governor a few years ago, and he talked about the difference between now and where maybe we had a little softening of our market, you know, back in 08, 09, 2010, that, that little bit of softening that we had. Back then, we weren't so tech heavy, mm -hmm. which totally supports what you're talking about. We were much more tourism, you know, and mm -hmm. so when that happens, and all of a sudden people can't afford it to tour, go on vacation anymore. Right. You know, we were really hurt bad last time, but I don't think it's going to happen at all. In fact, we seem to be more robust than anywhere else. And people are coming because of 70,000 jobs right. that you're showing and coming to our area in just the next few years alone. The great thing for our state and for you, too, is that they're not the tech isn't if you look at a map of Metro Phoenix, uh -huh. the tech isn't all in one place. No. Where we wouldn't be able to absorb the growth. Mm -hmm. So we the Taiwanese semiconductor, West Valley, we've got Scottsdale Tech, we've got Tempe Tech companies, oh. we've got Chandler, we've got Mesa Everywhere. Gateway. That's a wonderful so point. It's not just map, one part of the area. It's spread. Mm -hmm. It is spread, which does allow for it's not like, you know, and funny. None of those tech companies are anywhere near Paradise Valley. Did you notice that? But right. they are definitely where it's more affordable. Right. It's and, and where there's space where to there's space. build the huge industrial space that they need. They're hundreds of thousands of square feet. So you said 1.5 million people came here in five years? Because mm -hmm. this one, this chart here shows 90,000 in, in one in year. In just multifamily. Oh. This is just multifamily wow. category. That is actually a really good... Um, Distinction. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Distinction because apartments. Oh, girlfriend, apartments are in your world and the commercial right. world, and they're going up everywhere. And you know what? In the investment world that I live in, uh huh. Same thing as you're talking about, where multiple offers on residential homes. They're doing that for the apartments. Investors yeah. that want to buy multifamily properties are because bidding. they're seeing the health of our economy locally they're seeing all these companies that you two are talking about coming here and they know if they buy an apartment it's probably going to be way more full here than if they say stay on a coastal state mm -hmm. you know to that point i'm, I'm kind of curious Gabe, since you do cover nevada arizona and california not that i'm slamming my california um at all but are you seeing more people leaving there coming here or are they going more to Vegas? Or do you see, like, how do we compare against Vegas? Yeah, again, nothing against my uh, my colleagues in California, but sure. certainly, yeah, obviously we've had a lot of movement from, you know, companies in California coming into, again, moving a little bit further away. And sometimes right on the border as well, right? We saw a little bit of growth in some of the that area right along the river, Lake Havasu, Bullhead City, Kingman. Oh, Those no companies kidding. that are considering that, so literally just that might right be the over next there. Boom. It, it's you know, I don't, yep. It's probably <laughs> don't, cheap. Don't quote me on that, but uh, yeah, I certainly. can say it because yeah, I'm yeah, in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a little bit of that in Nevada as well. Don't don't uh, count out Nevada. Nevada's well, that's what very, I was wondering because yeah. as far as Arizona's concerned, obviously we compete. It seems more with Texas for migration coming in, 
But I always felt like Nevada was as close to us as anybody, as far as not just logistically, but just comparatively climate and businesses. Maybe I'm wrong about that. And what's the big reason for that? Because Nevada has no state taxes, right? So there's oh, you're there's right back those, to where it's advantageous for the those companies. Those states that again are going to yeah. attract businesses naturally because of how cost advantageous it is for those companies to consider move, moving there. And granted, they have the space. So Nevada, yeah. historically, you look at it, has always been this hospitality industry, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's growing to so much more now. It, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Okay, so Mary, I'm going to go to another chart of yours. 61 international businesses. Now, we haven't even talked about that. In the last decade, 85 more percent of mm-hmm. international companies are coming to Arizona. So you know, uh, you know Joe, because you've been on the show before with Joe, he always talks about how we're a big city now. My yes. One of our other guests who's always on, he's from New York City, and he's just like, we've, you know, slapping me, saying, quit crying about the affordability. We're just basically made the ranks of New York, San Francisco, Chicago. That's so interesting that you bring that up, because <laughs> when we were looking at our change in population of 20 to 34-year-olds, mm-hmm. and you were talking about, not to slam California, but three of the cities that are listed in having negative yeah, they're growth not. in the uh, 2019 to 2024 are San Francisco, San Jose, LA, Chicago, and New York. So, All the big cities. Uh, yeah. Maybe they've just gotten to the point where they're just so expensive in comparison to us that people are just tapping out. I don't know. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And but they're following the growth of, even if they're able to work remotely, they're following the growth of these huge companies yeah. that are moving here. Well, let's let's be real. It's beautiful here. It's sunny. It, you know, we have the best climate. And I'm going to show you guys the greatest little video before we're done of what I think are the top reasons people move here. All right. Um, okay, so international businesses, construction cost. Okay, so this kind of ties into what you were talking about too, Gabe, is it's a lot cheaper for a business to come here to Arizona than it is to be, say, in San Francisco. 100%, yeah. A third of the cost. We're at 150 a square foot, more or less. I know. More than that now, now. but just well, demand's probably driven it up. Statistics. Okay. I mean, there's still, if if we're not 150 anymore, which we're not, Seattle's also not 350, and San Francisco's not. Okay. So, so let's just say we've all moved a little yeah. bit, but the idea is still basically the same. We're a lot cheaper than, say, San Francisco for a company to be. And oh, and then we have we've been talking about semiconductors already. So that's pretty interesting. Um, let me see. We have Arizona's 2.5% flat tax. Again, we're back to taxes. Gabe, you are you are in the know, bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's see. Population growth. Um, Mary, help me understand this. Tax, the, the purpose of, of this is to show that the flat tax was um, accelerated into 2023 from 2024 as originally anticipated. Now, why did so they, they do that? They made that happen quicker. F- faster, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised. Oh, gosh. Oh, good. Okay. I want to make sure I can get this last slide in. And so this is a whole bunch of announcements. Did you already read off a lot of this already? Yeah. But LG Energy I, You Solutions? know, I just think this is fun to see that Queen Creek is represented. Mesa, North, North Phoenix, Phoenix. Chandler Phoenix. Chandler. Casa Grande, um, now that is one I've seen a lot Casa Grande recently. Casa Florence are going to be a huge path of progress with growth. Mm-hmm. The Apple, yeah. uh, we command, see a lot with Casa Grande. Mm-hmm. Apple, Apple Command Centers in Far East 
Mesa, you know, the like over East Mark trade area mm-hmm. for residential growth. And well, the, we have, what is it, 16 square miles out there that D.R. Horton and I forget, is it uh, the, that other developer that has like so much land, it's going to cover two brand new cities. And that's between East Mark and Gold Canyon. That whole area is about ready to blow up. Might be why I'm moving to Gold Canyon, not going to lie. Because You've of always all, been a trendsetter. Oh, I don't know about setter, but I try to follow it at least. Um, and you know, and honestly, with all of that said, let me go back to, so hey, you guys watching the show, if you want to get this daily email blast, I highly recommend it. It's so informative. All you have to do is hit up Mary, and she'll make sure you get that email. Um, and so this is this is the video. Now I have 13 reasons of why you should move here, and I put hair. And the reason why I put hair. I so agree. Right? Any woman with hair agrees. Because you travel to Boston, you travel to California, you travel anywhere that has any amount of humidity, and your hair does not look near as good as it does in Arizona. So if you really like your hair looking good, you should move here, hair. And I'm going to make sure that we close the show with the video so that, Colin, I don't think you got this link up for me, but let's go ahead and make sure we play that. Any final thoughts from either of you two that you would want to tell our audience about moving to Arizona? I would just say, um, you know, you and I have talked about the Stockdale principle, and I'm not trying to be oblivious to the fact that people try to tell us that save your money, there's a recession coming, mm-hmm. there's doom and gloom. Yeah. And my final thought would be, um, we are not insulated, but we are, a, we are totally set apart living in Arizona. There's mm-hmm. so much growth as you could see from everything that we documented mm-hmm. and um i i lived through the recession like you did i'm battle tested i'm not trying to live in a bubble and i pretend love battle tested yes pretend it's that true. things don't happen but our statistics in arizona are vastly different and we have um sunshine and we have a path forward mm-hmm. that has a lot of sunshine. Continued sunshine is our weather report. I love that. Continued sunshine with a <laughs> chance of more sun. What about you, Gabe? Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? I guess I would say just for whether you're a potential buyer or a seller, mm-hmm. and you know, on the topic that we're talking about, I think it means probably a lot uh, for corporations coming to the area. I think it's beneficial for again whether you're a buyer or a seller. So. You know, there's obviously a lot of media out there. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is just talk to an expert, you know, whatever field, whatever, you know, certainly a real estate agent, you know, talking about what the local market is doing. I think it is good and it's looking bright for both buyers and sellers. So, uh, again, you can try to interpret all the data out there, but talk right. to the experts. Know that depending on your situation, I think there is certainly a big opportunity out there, whether you're looking to sell your home. Yes, I know, you know, prices have been doing a lot. Even if you're a buyer, there's still a lot of opportunity out there. And I think that's what this means, right? A lot of corporations moving to our area. Mm -hmm. That means that you have a lot of interest. Phoenix, yes, is going going, uh, on the top of the list for a lot of people moving here. And I think that's a good thing, so. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll just add, honestly, why wouldn't you want to live somewhere where everybody wants to be? Because you know down the road, that's going to be like ensuring your investment in real estate and just your quality of life. There's a reason why everybody's here. So I hope you guys enjoy the video to see all of my 13 top reasons why. And thanks, you guys, for your knowledge, for coming here today, and just for everything that you guys do as well. So if anybody wants to get a hold of Relocation, Gabe, 
I'll make sure you have his info. And same with Mary. Thank you, as always, for coming on and educating us. us. Thanks. So, why move to Arizona? There's a lot of great reasons out there that everybody in the country already knows, like 100,000 new jobs supposedly coming to Arizona in just 2019 alone. I'd like to share with you some of maybe the less known benefits of living here in Arizona. One of the first ones, when I moved here 30 years ago from a great big city called San Francisco, I was shocked at how nice everybody was. You know, I had to like kind of work, you know, get used to walking the streets, having my body language, you know, you didn't make eye contact with people. And here, you commonly walk up and down the streets and people are saying hello and looking at you in the eyes and you're like, what? Where did I land? You know, that's Arizona. Another wonderful thing that a lot of people move to Arizona for, which is pseudo commonly known, I guess, is the health benefits. People with allergies from other places and people with like joint problems, swelling, arthritis, you know, it's because it's such a dry place that a lot of people move here for those reasons. But of course, you gotta emphasize, especially when it's winter time, the wonderful fact that you never have to shovel snow. Well, unless of course you want to, because believe it or not, in Arizona, in the northern part of Arizona, we have a couple of places where we actually have ski resorts. So if you want to go to the snow, it's outside of the valley a couple hours, you could get there easily. If you really want to shovel snow, you can, but most of us who live here in the valley, never ever gonna have to worry about that. Oh, my favorite reason, well, one of my very favorite reasons is once you go get your driver's license here, odds are you'll probably be dead before you have to get another one because they actually last longer than I think I'm going to. I think when I have to go and do another license, I'll probably be in my 70s. So enjoy your beautiful picture you're gonna have of yourself and you know, in 20 or 30 years, you're gonna look back going, gosh, I looked so good back then. But no fret here. Oh, another great reason I hear all the time. You know, I'm in real estate and so a lot of people come out here from the east to buy houses because the property taxes where they're from are atrocious in comparison to Arizona. So keep that in mind. If you're coming from the Midwest or the East Coast, especially the Northeast, our taxes on homes are way less here. Oh my goodness. And another thing a lot of people don't realize when they come here is we've got tons of lakes, a fantastic river. We have all kinds of water sports. Just because you heard Arizona is a dry heat, a dry desert, that's not entirely true. We have lots of uh, places to go rafting, boating, you name it. So we do have water. Even if you're coming from a place that has an ocean, we have some really big lakes. Come over here and enjoy them. We are not just tumbleweeds and saguaro cacti, I promise. One thing I hear all the time, and this is something that you'll never see on any other list, is how awesome our freeways are. It's because we're a relatively new state and so actually it's really easy to get around. We're, we're built on a grid system and we have two main interstates that come through town. That's I-10 and I-17. Well, we have these wonderful newer loops that go around town that make it really easy to get anywhere. So we don't have those crazy traffic jams you might experience in other parts of the country. I mean, yeah, there's traffic, but while you're sitting in traffic, look at how beautiful our freeways are. I mean, we actually have landscaping and not trash and our roads are smooth, not with potholes like a lot of other older places. Fun fact, we have more mountainous peaks than anywhere else in the country, nearly 4,000. We are in a valley, so anywhere you look, we have mountain ranges in the distance, but up north and even south, 
we have tons of other beautiful mountains. So believe it or not, we actually do have pine trees here. Come check them out. One thing I personally have really enjoyed because I have a couple of kids, they're a little bit older now, so they don't play soccer anymore. But if you are a growing family or intend to have a growing family or goodness, you're a grandparent and you have grandkids here, one wonderful thing, we've won awards all over the place because of our, our planning for the cities. We have some fantastic parks and rec systems here. Uh, I know one in particular that's close to where I live is Oasis, Veterans Oasis Park, and they've won all kinds of awards. But besides them, we also have Snedeker Park, not too far away with lots of sports for the kids, even a skate park. So when you come here, there's plenty of outdoors to enjoy because our weather is so good here. And with the good weather also comes over 300 golf courses. So if you like golf, we have some of the best courses. And if you happen to be here in January, February time, we even have, uh, I think it's called now the TPC, the Phoenix, well, I don't know. It's basically known as the party hall for golf and it's always a great time. We love our golf here. So if you love golf, you gotta come out here and check it out. So another great reason is the public school system. I know it doesn't rank as high as some places on the East Coast, but the reality is there's also some horrible places on the East Coast. I just helped some friends move over to Florida and where they moved, horrible schools unless they paid pretty penny for private. Everybody I know here sends their kids to the public schools. My kids went through them and there's some fantastic charter schools. Uh, one in particular by the name of Basis that has won a num number of awards uh, it's fantastic and I certainly recommend our public school system. And oh my goodness, my most favorite thing, and I know you'll never see this on the list anywhere else, but we have the most phenomenal sunsets and sunrises. Holy cow. Here's just a couple of examples I pulled for you just to check it out, but like no joke, we may not have an ocean for the sunset and sunrise, but wow, we get purple and pink skies on a regular basis and it is just, you know, have you ever heard of hashtag Skyporn? Check it out, because there's some great images out there and they don't all have cactuses in the background. So one thing I will also point out is the amount of vitamin D you get here. Sun, I think is nine out of 10 days here in Arizona. I personally love it. I have a convertible I drive around in. I probably need to wear more sunscreen, but it just feels so good when you're outside and we have sunny days all the time, which puts you in a good mood, which is probably why we have so many nice people here. But my number one reason, I used to hate it so much when I was younger, because I hadn't traveled the country yet and I hadn't known that in other humid places this would happen. But in my recent travels, oh my gosh, my hair looked like crap the entire time. I could never straighten it. I could never curl it. It looked, hor it looked like the girl on the left. And today, you notice my hair is really nice and straight. It doesn't even matter if we have clouds out, my hair is still straight. And I know that for you guys out there, maybe with bald guys, you may not care about that, but I guarantee your wives will. Our hair looks so much better here than anywhere else I've been. Florida, New York, Hawaii, California. If there's humidity, my hair frizzes up. If you have naturally curly or frizzy hair, you hate being in humid places. Guess what? Your hair looks really good here, I'm telling you. So those are some less known reasons why you want to live in Arizona. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. 
We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day